Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Saints, we just want to say that we love you so much, and there's really nothing that you can do about it. Amen. In the Just thank you, Lord, for being who you are, Lord. Thank you for being worthy to be praised, Lord. Thank you for being worthy to be lifted up, worthy to be, Lord, exalted, worthy to be glorified, Lord. We acknowledge you as our personal Savior. Lord, we say, come in the name of Jesus, Lord. This is our prayer on today, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you continue, Lord God, to give us strength, Lord God, to walk this walk by faith, continue to renew us, continue to revive us, Lord God. We Thank you, Lord God, for continuing, Lord God, to abide with us, Lord God, in us, through us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we are willing vessels that are saying yes on today. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone that will come into the live, those that will listen later. Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord God, for your presence, for your peace, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom, for your knowledge, and for your revelation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just appreciate you on today. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you on today. Hallelujah. Lord, we just give you praises on today. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, saints, I, um, the Lord gave me, amen. A word of prayer first top of the morning amen top of the morning to you i pray that your night was fabulous amen i pray that you had sound sleep i pray that you that you woke up revived and refreshed amen and renewed and ready to take on the day happy sabbath amen happy sabbath to you i pray amen that the lord continue to walk amen uh, with you Amen. To walk with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I tell you what. He is the, the best. Okay. The, he's the best we can have in this life. Amen. He's the best we can ever have in this life. And and he's the, he's the one that makes this life worth living. Amen. He's the one that makes this life we have worth living. Do you believe that? He does. He make this life worth living. This morning, we are going to speak on something, amen, that the Lord placed on my heart this morning. And we're going to walk on water. Amen. I pray, okay, that you're in a place to be able to walk on water with me. If not, hey, you can listen. Let's ride together. Amen. Let's ride together. I like to ride as well. Amen. Uh, yeah, let's ride together. Amen. You drive and listen. Amen. And I'll talk. How about that? I'll talk. Amen. Um, we are going to walk on water. Amen. And we're going to start with this verse. Okay, this chapter verse that the Lord gave me, which is Matthew. Okay, chapter 24. Amen. Matthew chapter 24. And this is a this is, is something that we're seeing on today. Amen. Matthew chapter 24 okay and once we get over there we look at the verse amen Matthew chapter 24 hallelujah okay let's do verse 1 it says and Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. Now, I love to see Jesus' interaction with the, the disciples. Amen. Because Jesus, although the disciples too uh, were... Uh, born for such a time as that Jesus coming on the scene he had God living in him amen and so with God living in him and he 
going on to, to finish the work. And now Abba can live in us as well. Now Jesus and we as well can see differently than everybody else. Do you agree with that? Do you believe that we can see differently than everybody else? Well, we should. Amen. We should be able to see differently uh, than the normal next person. Amen. Because we are the children of God. And so here in verse 24, we see that Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple verse 2 and jesus said unto them see ye not all these things verily i say unto you there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down all right that shall not be thrown down now so we have two people coming from two different places right the disciples are pretty much excited about the lookings, okay, of these buildings and, and you know, the construction and, and the beauty, all right? And Jesus is saying, look, this stuff going to be told, this stuff going to be torn down, right? Immediately after they're showing him the buildings, oh, look how, look how, look at this and look at that. Jesus said, see not, see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Amen. So where, you know, Jesus was coming from a totally different place. Amen. And many say Jesus was this way because he knew he had an appointed time to get this finished work done. Amen. He had an appointed time to get this finished work done done but can i tell you something you know not to bust our bubbles but we too have an appointed time to get this stuff done amen we can't be caught unaware we can't be caught up in a whole bunch of things because we too have an appointed time to get this stuff done amen and so verse 3 says and as he sat up on the mount of olives the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? All right. So while they were getting caught up in the buildings and the, the construction of the buildings, Jesus was saying, Hey, you know, this stuff right here, everything going to be torn down. And now he has broken the disciples out of uh, I guess just uh, marveling at the buildings and now they're back interested in the end times and what is going to happen and what should we be looking for amen what should we be looking for okay and verse 4 says and Jesus answered and said unto them take heed that no man deceive you Jesus said unto them Take heed that no man deceive you. Every single thing that Jesus said to us, everything has uh, an importance. It is life and death. Every single thing. There is not one thing that Jesus has said that we can take lightly. Amen. Every single thing has to do with our walk with the Lord every single thing and one of his first directions is take heed that no man deceive you all right uh, for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars see that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet okay in verse 6 we see 
that trials and tribulations are to come. Amen. Jesus left instructions that trials, tribulations are to come in verse 6. He also said, but the end is not yet. Okay. So apparently the, the saints of God, even the elect, will be here in this time when these things are happening. Amen. Jesus said, but the end is not yet. There will be wars and rumors of wars. Amen. See that ye be not troubled. Now, if we were taken away by rapture, if we were taken away, we wouldn't be troubled. Jesus, one thing he did not do was waste words. Why? Because I am the word. Amen. So I don't waste nothing. So if I'm saying it, you eat it. If I'm saying it, you believe it. If I'm saying it, you digest it. If I'm saying it, you don't find it out. It is what it is. Amen. It is what it is. And these things must need be. Why? Well, many times it's to try the saints. Do you really believe like you say you believe? You said you love me, but will you sell me out for a piece of fried chicken? Will you sell me out? You say you love me, but will you sell me out for this? Will you sell me out for that? Amen. So six, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, because you will be here to see it. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Seven, for nation shall rise against nation, and you will see it. And kingdom against kingdom, and you will see it. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places, and you will see it. Eight, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Many people say we're going to be gone when sorrows hit. I don't know about you, but it's sorrowful when a woman goes in to have a child killed before he's born. That's sorrowful. It is sorrowful when you see people up and down the streets and they're living outside and they have nothing to eat. They have signs begging for food. That's sorrowful. It's sorrowful to hear that kids are being abducted, taken, stolen, stolen of, uh, into sex slavery. That's sorrowful. It's sorrowful to see older men have wisdom and neglect to give it to the younger generation. It's sorrowful. It's sorrowful to see older women that have knowledge of how you can survive and they do not give it to the younger generation because they're selfish. That's sorrowful. It's a whole lot of sorrowful things that are going on in the land right now. Amen. And he says, uh, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. It's sorrowful to go into a fellowship and you leave more bound than you came. That's sorrowful. It's sorrowful to charge for the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's sorrowful. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. You will be here to be afflicted. And shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Who is hated of all nations? Who is hated for all nations? Well, the Christians are hated of all nations. I don't care what nation it is. I don't care what they say they believe. Guess who's under attack? Saints. The Christians are under attack. Nobody running through the land talking about, we're going to get these Hebrew Israelites. We're going to get these. Ain't nobody studying no Israelites, whatever that is. Not nobody studying that. It's the Christians, the, those of us that believe sound doctrine. We are under attack in the movies. We are under attack in songs by secular artists. We are under attack by wolves in sheep clothing. We are under attack. Nobody preaching and singing and about Hebrew Israelites. 
Who? No, no, no. It's those of us that believe sound doctrine. It's those of us that are walking this walk out by faith. It's those of us that believe that cursing in your mouth is still wrong. It's those of us that believe Jesus walked it out. We can do the same. It's those of us. We are under attack on today. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's us. The true children of God. It's us. The elect. It's us. The called out ones. It's us. The ones that's made up our minds to be separate from the world. It's us. That still believe the word of God. It's us. That have not went our own way. That seem right. It's us. We be the children of the day. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise. You don't see false prophets rising all over the land? And shall deceive many. Jesus already prophesied that these false prophets was going to arise. He already prophesied in verse 5 that they were going to come in his name. He already prophesied and spoke and forespoke and said they shall deceive many. He already said it. And because iniquity shall abound, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. The love of many. Because iniquity shall abound. The love of many. The West Coast. Where sin abound, grace has to much more abound. But you see, many people feel like it's just extra work. It's just extra work to live a clean life. It's just extra work to be sanctified. It's extra work to be holy. It's extra work to, to, to uh, 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 have God and the knowledge of God and everything that I do. It's extra work to make him a part of my day. It's extra work to make him a part of my decisions. It's just extra work. It's extra work. And because many feel like it's extra work, Jesus did it. I don't have to do nothing. It's extra work. Because many feel like it's extra work, sin has overtaken them. Sin. Yes. Sin. Sin, 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 sin. Sin has overtaken them. Okay. And grace did not much more abound in their lives. Why? Because they were not willing to say, yes, Lord. They were not willing to stay called out. It was easier to mesh. Mesh. You know, like when you can get in, uh, when you, a person is about to make wine and they start to crush those grapes and crush them together, 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 together. Right? Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Iniquity. Where? How is iniquity abounding? 
Well, the church, the, the gates of hell can't prevail against the church. Amen. But if the church allows these, verse 11, these false prophets to arise, which they have, this is who is deceiving many. All right. They're deceiving many. And because iniquity shall abound, okay, now that sin is abounding, now the love of many shall wax cold. Amen. And as the Lord began to give me this scripture, Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, where, um, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Okay. I begin to see a candle. Amen. I begin to see a candle. Amen. And the definition of wax. All right. The definition of wax. Wax. The definition of wax is cover or treat something with wax or a similar substance typically to polish or protect it so you know how you can wax a car you can wax the floor to make it shine you can wax okay so it's a it's a a sticky yellowish moldable substance secreted by honeybees as the material of honeycomb all right that's beeswax all right beeswax sticky yellowish moldable substance secreted by honeybees okay i can take this definition as a noun a sticky yellowish moldable substance secreted by honeybees and i can say that there are many out there that are feeding the people sugar you know the watered-down gospel, and they're like these honeybees, right? These honeybees that make a honeycomb and allow all the bees to abide in this honeycomb because there's nothing coming across the pulpit but sugar. Amen. There's nothing coming across the pulpit but uh, junk food. Junk food. All right? Wax. The love of many will wax cold too. Cover or treat something with a wax or a similar substance typically to polish or protect it. Can you see how people are being protected in their sin today? These leaders, some of these leaders are waxing these folks. Uh-huh. They see the people are, are not, they're spotted, they're wrinkled, many, many blemishes, many sins, many shortcomings, and instead of uh, preaching the word of God or teaching the word of God, many times you'll see her or him with a wax bucket and they're dishing out wax over the crowd. They're just throwing out buckets of wax. You know how you throw water out? Where they're throwing out wax over the crowd and waxing people in their sin. And this is how they're getting the people to shine by telling the people to sow this seed. Amen. Sow this seed. Sow this seed and sow that seed. And if you sow a thousand, God is going to give you three thousand. If you sow three thousand, God is going to give you six thousand. And it's causing the people, okay, to us to seem blessed. Although they're waxed over, they seem blessed. Because whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That is the law. Amen. That is the law. So now we have a lot of people running around. They seem blessed, but they're waxed over. Amen. Because there are those that tell them every time you turn around, hey, uh, sow this, sow that, sow this, sow that, sow this, sow that. And so they're sowing money. They're getting money. Hey, this is the new blessed of 2024. I'm blessed because I got this, and I'm blessed because I got that. And so we have a bunch of people, they seem like they shine. Eh, da, da, da. It's only when the bridegroom comes a-knocking at the door. Hallelujah. It's only when the bridegroom comes a-knocking that these people are going to realize 
that I've been waxed over. Hallelujah. It's only when the bridegroom comes and knocking. It's only when the cry is heard. The bridegroom is coming. The bridegroom is coming. It's only when they realize we have to go out in the dark to meet him. Hallelujah. We have to go out in the dark and we don't have no oil. Hallelujah. And this money we got that we've been sowing, talking about we blessed. This money we have now. Okay, now I realize that this ain't going to do me no good. Okay, now I realize that this thing really was an inward work. Now I realize that they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now I realize. So now, because this is what I have, the money, now I have to take what I got and go try to buy what's going to make the bridegroom happy. And the answer to this is don't waste your time. Hallelujah. Don't waste your time because nothing carnal is going to the spirit realm. Amen. So this thing is an inward work. Hallelujah. So we have many that are waxed over. But I got good news for you. Hallelujah. There is something called a stripper. Huh? I'm not talking about somebody that's dancing and taking their clothes off. But there's something, there's a product called a stripper of wax. Hallelujah. And it's called the word of God. It's called the hidden manna. It's called knowledge and revelation of Jesus Christ. This will strip the wax straight off your back. It will strip the wax off your mind. It will strip the wax off of how we see it. And it will allow us to see the reality of the situation, which is we are lost without a cost if we are not serving the one true God. Amen. We are lost without a cost if we're not serving the one true God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And so we have many that are waxed over now. But there are those that are in the line that are saying with their hands raised, Lord, I need you to strip me of every single thing that I thought that's not like you. Because in the end, this stuff don't matter. I heard a preacher say that it's when, 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 when everybody has taken a knee, because the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. When everybody has taken a knee, and everybody come to the realization that, wow, it, it, it was only one God. Wow. And, it, and when Jesus was the only door, wow, that is the wrong time to realize that you were wrong. Wrong time. But there will be many that will realize in the end, I was wrong. Right? See, right now, it's about who's right and who's wrong and who's right and who's wrong. But see, that's the enemy's job to continue to wear out, you know, to cause the, 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 the buzz clock to go off and people to be in a place where they are not stable in their thinking, stable in their minds. Amen. And with this being said, you'll have many in the end that take a knee. Everybody going to bow. But you'll have many in the end that will take a knee. And say to themselves, wow, I was wrong. But it's it's too late then. It's too late then. Amen. So he said, false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Amen. Because iniquity shall abound. The love of many will wax cold. Now, wax. What is another definition? Uh, make a recording of. Okay, what is the what is the definition? What is the words? It's the the phrase. It is an example. He waxed a series of tracks that emphasized his lead guitar work. He waxed a series of tracks that emphasized. His lead guitar work. Don't really understand that one that much. That's an informal. It says it's an informal definition of wax. 
what I got with the, the, the picture that the Lord gave me was of a candle. The love of many will wax cold. And if you've ever had a cold candle, what good is it? Amen. What good is a cold candle to you? Especially if you need the light. If you need the light of a candle, what good is this candle to you if it's cold? The wax only heats up when the candle is lit. Amen. The candle is lit. The Lord is a consuming fire. He comes in, burns up all the impurities out of us. And this is how we become the lights of the world, the city set on a hill that can't be hid. But because some of us, uh, we allow our love to wax cold, it's like having a candle that is not lit anymore. It's just a candle. It's not lit anymore. And Revelation talks about the candlestick being removed. Amen. The candlestick being removed. Why? Because it is of no use. Uh, it's not lit. Nobody's getting the light. It's of no use. Amen. So the love of many is waxing cold. They're not fervent anymore. Amen. Their love for God is not fervent anymore. They're not on fire anymore. The love of many is waxing cold. And when we begin to wax cold, we cannot be a light for anybody else. How can I be a light for somebody that's waxed over? How can I be a light for somebody in the street? How can I be a light if I am not lit? Amen. If I am not lit. So the love of many will wax cold, meaning they're not going to be able to help nobody else. I'm not going to be able to help nobody else because if their candle is cold, my candle is cold. This is it. We just got a whole bunch of sin that has abounded. And very few are calling on grace. Very few. And it's, it's different when we call on grace and when we walk grace out. Because if we really want grace, we'll begin to walk by faith. Amen. If we really want grace, we begin to live out the word of God, these scriptures. If we really desire this grace, it's more than just, oh, I got grace. Oh, no, you don't. This thing is you got to walk this thing out. And then the Lord says, when you draw nigh to me, then, uh, T-H-E-N, I will draw nigh to you. Amen. It's something that we, you and I, have to do. Amen. It's something that you and I have to do. While we're over here in Matthew chapter uh, 24, we're going to skip on back to Matthew chapter 5. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. All right. And we're going to read 15. All right. After that, we're, Lord's willing, we'll go to Genesis 3 and 15. Right now, we're in Matthew 5 and 15. Amen. And it reads like this. Let's read 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor. Now, verse 13 really gets me at the heart. My mom was talking to me the other day, talking to us the other day. And she brought it to our attention that salt can lose its savor. Did you, did you, can you, you understand that? Salt. Salt is something that can be used worldwide for many, 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 many different things. But even salt has an expiration date. Did you know? Even salt. It says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? Listen what it happens to salt that is worth nothing no more. Something that is so valuable, this salt, something that can be bartered and trade, traded many, many, many times over, this salt, because it has so many uses, this salt. But when a salt has no more savor, 
or when a candle has wax coal and is not lit anymore, we have something, okay, the Lord is saying, Jesus is saying, what, wherewith shall it be salted? It is this for good for nothing. It is good for nothing, okay, but to be cast out, throw out, okay, throw out and to be trodden under the foot of man. And this is what we're seeing on today. Many, many, many have lost their savor. Why? Because we want to draw the world. So we got to be like the world in order to draw. Jesus said, I'll have you sanctified and set apart. Set it for a reason. Why? Because you are the salt of the earth. And I don't want you to lose your savor because I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what Father is going to do to you. If you lose your savor, he's going to throw you out. So I'm trying to tell you how to keep your savor. You have to be sanctified and set apart for the master's use. This is how you keep it. The love of many has waxed cold. The love of many. He says, this for is good for nothing but to be cast out, to be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world, a city. Why are why is this city set on a hill? Why is this city set on a hill? Well, because you're sanctified and set apart. Because I want the world to see you. But many have decided to join the world. Their love has waxed cold. For God's people. They care nothing about God's people. They care about themselves. The love, their love has waxed cold. Their love has. Sin has abounded in their lives. And they now are listening to false prophets. Ye are the light of the world. A city is set on a hill, cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And they give it light unto all that are in the house so have you ever lit a candle and put it under a bushel no 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 men don't light a candle and put it under a bushel what is the lord saying i light you i ain't light you and put you in no closet i didn't light you and put you under a bushel i lit you and put you on a hill where you can't be hid and made you a city because there's so many lights up there that I put up there. It's not just your light. All the, it's not just you. I still got 7,000 heaven bow that needs to bail. It ain't just you. So I have all these lights. It's a city of lights. But see, some said they wanted to be a part of the world because it was more money. Foolish. Foolish Galatians. Some said we're gonna be over, we're gonna go over here, we're gonna go. And the love of many has waxed cold. Amen. The love of many has waxed cold. Neither do a man light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. 16 is a command. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And glorify your Father which is in heaven. All right? They're going to glorify your Father which is in heaven when they see the good stuff you do. The Lord was showing me this. Do you know it's very, 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 very rare 
to find or hear a man of God or a daughter of Zion really going in this scripture and preaching it, it's very rare. When you find a gift like this, you really, really, really want to hold on. Amen. When you find a gift like this, you should really, really cherish the voice. Amen. Because it's not a lot of people that are going in these scriptures and pulling out something that's not selfish. Amen. There's a, there's just rare, it's very rare these days to find a man of God, a daughter of Zion, that will go in these same scriptures and pull out something that is not biased, pull out something that is not, uh, that is, that is, that is, they pull out something that's uncomfortable to the flesh, right? Very rarely is it done. There are many that are throwing wax out over the people. Wax. And these people feel like they're shining. They're shining in a secular sense. Secular people look at money and they see lights. Secular people. Amen. They're secular people. All right. So, 17 says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not to, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Jesus said this. I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? This means you can know all the knowledge. You can have all the faith so that you can remove mountains. And if you don't have charity, you're not a son of God. That's what it means. You can have all the knowledge you want to, but if you don't have charity toward these same Pharisees wanted to stone a woman, these same Pharisees, where was the man? Why did they not want to stone the man? Oh, because the man, it's okay for the man to be a hoe, but it's not good for the woman to be a hoe. Lie. Men love your wife like Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Amen. Genesis 3.15. Let's go over there real quick. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Genesis 3.15. Hallelujah. I don't see I don't see Jesus running around hoeing around. Jesus said, I got one bride and she's the church. That's it. He ain't running around hoeing. Genesis, all right, 3.15. You know, the Lord allowed Noah to cry aloud and spare not for years. Why? Why did the Lord allow Noah to cry aloud and spare not for years? And the people weren't listening to Noah. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't care what Noah was talking about. But yet, the Lord still had him crying aloud. Why? Well, it's because of God's grace and his mercy. That's why. Just keep saying it, Noah. Noah, just keep telling them. I, I, I know when the appointed time is, but just keep telling them. Because when they start crying out, because they, they water going in their nose, their eyes, their ears, and everything else, and their kids too, when they start crying out, I'm not going to feel bad because I warned them many, many, many times I warned them and they hearkened not. 
This is why the Lord allows it. Some people say, why are you preaching and teaching? It's just falling on deaf ears. It ain't given for everybody to know. Sit in the back of the class. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Let's read 14. And the Lord said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head the woman's seed will bruise the serpent's head and thou talking about the serpent shall bruise his heel all right do you see the difference in the hers and the his is in verse 15 says and i will put enmity between thee and the woman female and between thy seed he's talking to the serpent the lord said unto the serpent and i will put enmity between you snake and the woman and between your seed, the serpent, and her seed, which is the woman's seed, it shall bruise thy head. Serpent is going to bruise your head. And you, serpent, shall bruise, now listen to this, his heel. Did you, did you hear that? It went from male to female. Why? Why did it go from male to female? It says, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. Why? Because God made them male and female. He made us male and female. Amen. Then the Lord began to speak unto the woman. Verse 16. Amen. So, why do I why do we read this? Because this is why there's great, great enmity between the world and everybody that's underneath the caliber of the world the ones that look like the world the ones that talk like the world i don't care if they're preaching and they're saying foul words if jesus didn't talk like that these are not god's seed you hear me because you know why the lord is taking his time to sanctify and set apart the people that are for him you hear me He's taking his time to sanctify, to cleanse, to wash, to renew those of us that are his. If foul words and curse words and swear words are still coming out of a filthy fountain that say that they're preaching and teaching God's word, that that, my friend, is an example of a liar. They are the serpent seed. I don't care what, I don't care how many scriptures they know. I don't care how many Bibles they got. I don't care if they can read it in Greek, Hebrew, and Latin. They are lying to you. That is one tall tale way to know if a person is truly a liar. If they are preaching and teaching God's word and they still cursing out of their mouth. They're still saying filthy vulgar words that Jesus did not say. That in the form that they're saying it. They are lying to you. They're liars. Why? Because, because in the beginning, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. The church. The bride of Christ. I will put enmity, enmity between you and her. So, if she's not acting this way, you're not supposed to be acting this way. But listen to this. You can go in the church and hear these things. You can hear preachers say the F word. You can hear them say 
I told they ASS to get out. When Jesus said the word ass, talking about a donkey, but they use it in a foul and old burger way. The devil. Tell you now. So we see that the Lord says, I'm going to put enmity between y'all. This is why people don't like the ecclesia. This is why people don't like and people have put the church on, on the cross to crucify her. I'm not talking about the church that the ones that look like the world. These are synagogues of Satan. All right. These are synagogues of Satan. But I'm talking about the called out ones, the elect. We have been on trial for years. Amen. And when we look, it seems like it's getting worse. But these things must need be. Last scripture for today, Revelation chapter 12. And we're at 50 minutes and 55 seconds. We are going to get off of here. Happy Sabbath again to everyone. I pray something was said. Amen. To, to enlighten you, to inspire you. Uh, to keep walking, amen, and to keep pressing toward the mark and not allow our candles to wax cold. Cold wax don't do nothing for nobody when you need light. Cold wax don't do nothing for nobody when you need to be warm. Cold wax don't do nothing for nobody, amen. Salt that has lost its savor is good for nothing. Throw that junk out and walk on it, amen. Throw that junk out. My mom said it's like sand. Sand is good. Sand, on what you do with sand, you just walk on it. You just play with it. You throw it up. You make a sand castle. The water come and knock it over. You make a sand castle again. It ain't good for nothing but just play. Play, 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 play. And that's what people are doing today. Playing, 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 playing. And the preacher's throwing wax on folks. No, you messed up. No, you need help. No, you need salvation. Oh, just sow your seed. Just throwing wax on folks. Revelations chapter 12, verse 4, reads like this. Okay, let's read one. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold a great red dragon. Having seven heads. And ten horns. And seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. And did cast them into the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne and the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. The old serpent called the devil. And Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. There is a company of them. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, 
Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him, echoing, and they overcame him by. So there's something that's going to help us overcome this old serpent called the devil and Satan and the company of his angels of darkness appearing to be light. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. That means we have to be walking in the way to overcome the serpent. There is a way that seemed right. This way is not the way that's going to help you overcome Satan and how he talk and how he walk and how he act and how he operate and the fruits of the flesh. The works of the flesh. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. People with wax on them can't walk this way. Because people with wax on them, they, they're not gonna love, they're not gonna love not their life. People with wax on them love their life. Because I got too much stuff down here to live for. I got too much stuff and I love my stuff and I love no no. It says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. There are those inhabiting in the sea. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath. Because he knoweth. That he had but a short time. Finishing up 13. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth. He persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child. He persecuted the woman. Who's being persecuted right now? The ecclesia is being persecuted right now. The ecclesia is who everybody hates right now. Even people that say, I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? These people hate the ecclesia. Woe be unto you. Don't be deceived by those that come to you and say, I am the Christ. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth a man child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. What is the flood? The Lord told us what the flood was. Some podcast ago maybe last year the flood is that's coming out of the serpent's mouth the river of the washing of the word this is a flood this is the flood that is coming out of these false prophets mouth this is the flood and they're trying to swallow up the woman with the word of god that they're preaching the wrong way in the wrong context they're the wrong with they're the wrong they're the wrong they're the wrong lord what is the word witnesses because a witness has to live the lifestyle of what they're preaching you understand me they're the wrong witnesses and this is the flood that is falling and flowing out of their mouth oh god said and god said and god said well if god is so powerful and you preaching it why is it not working in your life that's a good question Shouldn't it be working in my life? All of us have fallen short of the glory, of course. 
and all of us have pulling up to do. Well, yes, but there comes to a certain point in time, point in your life, where the pulling up shouldn't be something that is just so degrading until it's just blessing all over the earth. I mean, sin just spewing out like I just been just 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 sin just just oozing out of every crack and crevice. No. So the serpent was cast out. The so now out of his mouth comes blood, and he wants the woman now to be to be carried away. With what? Every wind and doctrine. Every doctrine they try to come up with. Every 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 wind and doctrine, saints. They try to carry the woman away with the flood with their flood of words. But their love been waxed cold. Yeah. Their love been waxed cold. They know it. We know it. And the serpent cast out his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And many are deceived. Many are carried away of the flood, but not this woman. Not this woman. And the earth helped the woman. Guess what? Guess what the earth did? Guess what the earth did? The earth opened uh, her mouth. <laughs> Do you know that it's very, very, very rare to find a man of God, a daughter of Zion, that will preach and teach the authentic word of God? Do you know that's a rare finding today do you know that this is the same similitude of the earth hallelujah opening her mouth and swallowing up every fake and false and phony and demonic wind of doctrine of devils. This is how we're going to help the bride of Christ by those of us that will open up our mouths and speak. We will swallow up the flood that's trying to destroy the ecclesia. So when you find one, two, three, four, five, six, ten, twelve, that are opening up their mouth and speaking what thus said the Lord, you are witnessing the earth opening up her mouth and swallowing up the flood that is after the woman. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood with the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. Guess what the dragon did? He knew he couldn't do nothing to the woman. So he went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have this, this is different. This is, you got to listen to this. Don't, don't, don't blink. Don't blink or you'll miss it. He went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which not only keep the commandments, that's one part of it, but you got to have the other part too. And have the testimony of Jesus Christ. What was the testimony of Jesus Christ? It ain't 
and Jesus died for me and he died for you too. That's not, okay, that's good. That's telling somebody about God. But what is having? I have the same testimony. These folks tried to kill me too because I was telling the truth. I have the same testimony that I have to walk by faith. And I have the same testimony that I'm sanctified and set apart. And it feels like I'm by my doggone self. I got the same testimony of Jesus Christ. This is the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we keep the commandments and we have the testimony that every Tom, Dick, and Harry want us dead. But if God be for me, who can be against me? If God be for you, who can be against you? The answer? Nobody. Hallelujah. The answer is nobody. Nobody can be against you, saints. Amen. Because even if they kill you, uh, if they kill you to be absent from the body <laughs> is to be present with the Lord. Who can harm you? Hallelujah. Saints, I want to encourage you on today. Let your light so shine in the earth that man may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. We walk this walk by faith. When you go out today and you see a bird, you see the sun, you see the sky, you see the trees, maybe grass. If you see a mother that's pregnant, or if you see a father with a son, father with a daughter, why don't you just thank the Lord for his creativeness? Thank the Lord for everything that he made. It is marvelous in our eyes. Amen. We love you so much, saints. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. <laughs>